0: I don't even know why I don't really see it. You ready to crack it? Oh
1: brown. Not brown. Seriously, folks, do you ever get sick of any of our sound effects, especially this one?
0: Booyah! Wow! Yeah! Whoa! Booyah! (laughs) Wow! Booyah! (laughs) <laughs>
1: hey everybody, this is Don't Mike Rosso big. I'm here in the studio with Leslie Lazenby Hello everyone Mr. Mark O'Brien Hey buddy Mr. Matt Mirage. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god oh.
0: That's
2: it, go to the corner oh. <laughs> uh, And Got
0: we'll it. be back after this <laughs> Hello <laughs> Welcome
1: to our FPP 166 July 1st, 2017 Podcast at FilmPhotographyProject.com If you want to complain about it Oh,
0: it's disgusting <laughs> You made me almost vomit.
1: <laughs> Years ago when I was chewing, I was doing a lot of chewing on the show. Oh, you were.
3: I, that. You I were. got an email oh. saying,
1: I almost vomited
4: listening to you chew.
2: Yeah, uh. that was my email. <laughs> 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 I almost
4: chewed listening to you vomiting. I
3: think the time I heard you chewing the most, though, was pineapple
1: lumps.
4: Oh, oh pineapple lumps. They were so
1: lumps. good. Yeah. They
2: were so good.
1: Hey, gang. And I'm talking to the folks out there listening. You are our gang. It's like our gang.
3: Right.
2: It's a club, not a gang. Oh,
1: okay. For a few
3: brief moments twice a month, you can all be part of the gang.
1: We had a uh, film photography project, school, film, camera donation, a palooza in the last oh, few God. days.
0: He I'm locked
4: exhausted. the
1: doors and he wouldn't let us That's leave.
4: Right. My, my hands are bleeding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we went through so many cameras and all these cameras came from you guys listening. All of those donations you sent they piled up, and then this gang rolled in from Ohio.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we sat here for a few days, and we went through all of them. We, we test them, make sure they work. We have a bunch of letters. Matt has a stack. So many letters. The, the school, the FPP school donation program, what it is, is... Is...
4: What is it? Is...
1: <laughs> it's listeners of this show what show and people who google
4: the google
1: donate film cameras they come up to our site that's the first page of google search and i'm gonna i'm gonna google it right now please actually.
3: do what donate film, film cameras? cameras what to do with your old camera here are six ideas from bnh yes
1: that's the first result our new friends at bnh.com but wait, my
3: friend, sell, so of course, sell it to them. That's the whoa. First thing they list film photography project. That's right. Donates film cameras to school and student
1: programs around the world.
3: Whoa. How how we do that? How much do we have to pay them for that? Nothing. What?
1: That's right. That's uh, amazing. It is amazing. And I'm guessing that someone over at B&H either had to donate a camera and came up to our link or maybe there's a... Uh, FPP podcast listener over at B&H who said, oh, I know these guys and they've been doing this a long time. Or, you have to remember, we did the uh, Picturing Juan TT where we yes. donated mm-hmm. all the Whoa, cameras. Right. There's mm-hmm. there, No, there's another blog post with a third result. after. So
3: it's B&H, FPP's donate page, and then after that, there's a blog post by Mr. Peter West Carey, what to do with an old film camera when the love is gone. And oh. first thing on his list... It's, it looks like a modified version of the B&H post, but then, boom, right at the top,
1: FPP. So what do people do? They either Google. Google. Donate film camera, or they listen to the show, and then they... Um, what show? I usually get an email saying, hey, is, you know, are you guys still taking cameras? I respond back immediately, and then the cameras start rolling in. Now, uh, really quick, I I'd like to say to everyone that it is really very satisfying because the best things in life are free. Not free for us in the giving aspect of it. As someone who went through high school and college always taking photography classes, today in this year, it's very difficult for teachers to find quality film, 35 millimeter film cameras because there's only a few models left to actually buy new and most teachers don 't have a budget to buy a fleet of thirty five millimeter cameras so They'll maintain them yeah. it is a thrill for me to spend the time doing this, and very satisfying because many of the professors email me back with pictures of their students and the students results but really quick let 's go around the table leslie what 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 uh grabs you about this program mm-hmm. because I mean, I've
2: been on both sides. I've been here, of course, vetting cameras, mm-hmm. but I also delivered cameras to a couple of the high schools. And I got to tell you, it was Mr. Jaeger's class in Pickerington, Ohio. Those kids were amazing. He was so grateful. He he talked to me just like Mike just did about there is no there's no budget for new equipment, let alone trying to tell you know the upper echelon. I'd like some 35-millimeter cameras that take film. But they do everything there. They bulk load. The -hmm. kids do it themselves. They print color. They develop color. They have a studio in there. But it's kind of a a bedroom community for Columbus, Ohio. So there's not a lot of um, money in the community itself, such as from industry. So they struggle, and they have so much interest. And the class starts out, everybody uses film cameras. In photography everybody uses film cameras as they progress they can choose whether to stay in film or go into digital and it's pretty darn amazing to see how many go into film
3: as someone who sells these kids these excited kids who are coming in every week to buy more film they stay with film they and, do and they let us know about the FPP cameras it's um I, I took stickers along of
2: course who doesn't like those and I gotta tell you I was impressed there are, are uh, well, maybe four or five different FPP stickers. One kid picks one up and he goes, range finder. I want the range finder. He knew what a range finder was. I mean, isn't that great? great? They were just, they're so grateful. They are using them. That's the important thing. It's just not asking for them and putting them in stock or whatever. They are actually using them and learning. And I always say, if you can learn and use a 35 millimeter SLR, you can use Anything else, you'll understand your big boy DSLR because you know what an f-stop and a shutter speed is. That's right. Once you have that, you can use anything. It's amazing. That's my my experience.
1: How
4: about you, Mark? You you also hand deliver. What was yes. that experience like? Were these older kids. Uh, no, I actually just delivered to the um, teacher at, and his assistant at Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Okay, and um, and they were, you know, obviously community colleges don't often have a budget for buying new new anything new for these projects, and especially for a film. And uh, so, yeah, they were really happy to get them. And uh, I, I think the other thing was the fact that there's a few cameras out there that have iconic status amongst these schools, and everyone, you know, they want either Pentax K1000s or AE1s um, or Nikon FM, things like that, very basic fully functional slrs that can allow you to do just about anything some schools they want point and shoots because that's the level that the kids can go out and do things and as we discussed in a recent show if you give a kid point and shoot and some black and white film they can do an awful lot of cool things so and not you know not disposable or one-time use cameras or whatever but you know reasonable point and shoots so there 's a lot of life left in these cameras, and it gets in the hands of kids and and young adults who wouldn 't have them otherwise because otherwise they 're just going on the bay and getting something that might or may not work, or they got to go and find it in some local thrift shop and they don 't hasn 't been vetted by anybody that it works, and so they might end up with a doorstop and be really just dis discouraged from doing anything more
1: uh what was the uh Professor, did you speak to the professor at all? Any length, at great length?
4: Oh uh, yeah. We he treated us to dinner. <laughs> Adrian and I went out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very yeah. nice. Did you get a meal out of it, Leslie? That squad.
1: Matt, what is your experience like working with the program? I, I've seen I've seen su-
3: success stories. So uh, excited kids from the Pickerington program, where they're purveyors of film. They come in excited uh, almost on a weekly basis to re up on film. And just like all the good film junkies, you know they have just enough uh, exact change to get their one or two rolls of film at a Pickerington time. Pickerington
1: kids come to see you at Midwest. We're the, we're the source. Get yeah. Out. We're
3: the we're the biggest source
1: for film in the state of Ohio, easily. So and some of these kids that are part of the the program that received our cameras come in to buy film from you. Yeah, like mom and dad are like in the car. Or they're like getting a little little uh,
3: cappuccino they, they while they
1: buy. They spend six dollars on uh, twelve dollars on cappuccino and then. Have just enough left by one roll of film?
3: Well, no, like, like no, mom's having, like, a free, oh. we have a little espresso machine. So okay. They'll have, like, a coffee while they're waiting, and the kid's just, like, looking through cameras and stuff, and they're always asking, do hey, you have any K-1000s? Like, they're so excited. You
2: got any deals on film yet? Because they're not oh, yeah.
3: afraid to no, use that, the deals well, on film, are they? At Midwest, what's really cool, you can get set up on a student account, as long as you have a valid student ID, uh, you, get, you get a special price in the system, and the discount's hit automatically so you don't even have to ask for it as long as you have your student id so so that part side of it's nice and what i can say is as a student that has benefited from a similar program if it were not for professor jeff and and leslie i would say i I wouldn't have had near the access to any of the film gear anything that uh that that i had up to this point so yeah (laughs) so i'm i'm a uh i don't know living living example of what the program can produce pay it back yeah, pay yeah. you know, pay it forward. Yeah, my uh, pay forward. There you go. last last mm-hmm. fall, my Eastman commercial B. I don't know if I told this. Story. No. I did. Yeah, did? It, the Eastman commercial B went back into the system. Yep. So yes. uh,
1: Spencer mm-hmm. needed it. He emailed me. So an eight by ten camera that when you first started out, you borrowed from Professor Spencer. Yeah, the magnesium monster. Yes. <laughs> and then you had it for months and months and years, years. And, and then you moved on to other cameras, and yep. you got the call. Got the call.
3: Uh, so it got back to him with twice as many film holders as I got it with. So I, I left with two. It, it, it came back with four. Uh, it came back with two additional lenses, refurbed. And it came with, let's see, filters and a box of 100 sheets of x-ray film to get the kids started. So hopefully the, the, next, uh, the next good uh, large format
1: shooter is, is already working with it. Fantastic. 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 Uh, grab a letter out of the the pile. We have a pile of letters. These are folks. These are folks who sent us donations and kindly wrote a letter. Oh, this one's for Mike. Oh yeah, I like that one. Uh, I'll read it. Sure. Oh, you read it. I'll read no, no, it. No, no, no. I'll read it. I'll read it. This came in a beautiful. It's scented. <laughs> came in a beautiful envelope <laughs> And the cameras came in a beautiful Brown leather luggage
2: Oh yes, yes. Dear
1: yes. Mr. Rasso We hope the enclosed camera and accessories Will be useful to your film photography project They have served us well over the years And hope that keeping them together Will inspire yet, an, yet another photographer Best wishes Love your work From Paula and Greg Moore
4: From Colorado
1: Fantastic Fantastic
3: yeah, it was an
4: X700 with lenses. It was fantastic, and I'm oh sure gosh. someone will have a good start. Mm-hmm. Mark, you remember these? Yeah, he, It's all a blur.
3: You <laughs> have
1: another one? <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Oh, now this was... Th- these were some cereal donations from multiple we got boxes. got Captain Crunch,
1: Count Chocula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wisp. <laughs> no, I'm just going to try and find Quake, it. Ah, here. There's even a box Ryan. of Quake this in there. This was...
3: Uh, I think we received like four different donation boxes yeah four different donation boxes uh, across two shipments from these folks so dear sirs please accept the donation of the enclosed film cameras movie cameras and accessories for distribution to those who will benefit from their use the list of equipment att- is attached my donation is coming in two separate shipments sincerely coleman and susan bookbinder or Butchbinder? binder b-u-c-h-b-i-n-d-e-r anyway
1: bookbinder
3: bookbinder yeah. uh from chicago illinois wow. yeah and they sent, oh That's my gosh, stuff. Nikon, range, oh, they had that awesome Nikon rangefinder, the Syroflex, Kodak Duoflex with the flash, that Minolta AL rangefinder, uh, a Viv, and then uh, some movie cameras, the Yashica 8mm, Whoa. and another, yeah, just some really, really clean stuff, I mean... Mm-hmm. Leslie, you said the last time you were, you were out here vetting cameras, you saw zilch
1: in the TLR department. Zilch
2: in the TLR.
1: And we struck
3: it rich this time
2: it, around. B- from, the,
1: from the beginning, it just went on. So Mark's, gonna, uh, Mark's reading another letter from our uh, folks' school donation film camera donation program. Uh, take it away, Mark.
4: All righty. This one's from Mike Atkinson in Livermore, California. Hi, Michael. Here is a photographic gear that I would like to donate. It is encouraging to me that there is a use for the old stuff. As I mentioned in my email, I hate to throw it away, as do we all. In addition to the cameras, there is some darkroom stuff and film. The film should be good because I stored it in my fridge. Thanks for helping kids get started in photography. As you can tell from my gear, I have been at it for a number of years and always enjoyed taking pictures, even though the digital cameras are nice. There is nothing like a Kodachrome slide for a nice picture. Mike Atkinson. Thank you, Mike. And yes, it was nice seeing some of that gear in there in the, in the uh, f- film. Definitely go to a good cause. The next letter is from Jeff Greenstein.
1: I know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
4: Dear FP Peers, I've got such a bad case of gas that I had to leave some grog, which call it, which means get rid of gear. Ooh. Y'all are do the lucky winners. Enclosed there are some cameras I thought you might enjoy. Must include instructions and skull flash clipper. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. My stepmom gave it to me. What's 16 film anyways? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 116, but on a different spool, just like 120 and 620. Yep, yep. Fed 3 with 55 millimeter 2.8 lens. A lovely Russian camera, which I just don't use, even though it's gorgeously green. And yes, it is gorgeously green. Konica IEI. It's half frame, and I thought I love half frame cameras. I've never actually used this one olympus pen double e i have like eight olympus pens and simply must thin the herd practica original model 1949 with a meyer optic gorlitz primoplane 58 f1.9 lens this is the model camera i learned on my dad had one it's ugly but functional have to admit it i love the viewfinder and i'll talk about that viewfinder in a second Viewmaster personal stereo camera with leather case and instructions somebody must be in stereophotography. stereo photography Enjoy. Thanks for all the great shoes, and please come to Southern California again soon. I love meeting you guys at the Last Walking Workshop. Yes. yes! 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 <laughs> I was a six foot seven That's inch right. guy with the Alpa, the Rollaflex, oh. and the Pentax Auto One Hundred oh. oh. and Ten. That's covering there. I remember yeah. that. That's right. Best That's to right. all, Jeff. Well, Jeff, the Practica is a very cool camera, but I disagree about the viewfinder. I hate waist level viewfinders in thirty five millimeter. That's because my eyesight's not what it was. But I learned on a waist-level viewfinder with Exit 1A, so I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to
3: be honest, Jeff. Thank you, I, Jeff. I, I I like everything you're throwing down, but half frame. I can't trust a guy that likes half frame. <laughs> I just can't.
2: Uh, have you guys heard all the little the little bag things going on in the background?
1: Yes. Yeah, what is that? It's what rustling. That? It's about it's rustling. Cattle rustlers. Sir. Well,
2: we'll get back to Ian Fleming later, but he... I believe this was Ian Fleming. Sent yes, a yes, sure bunch was. Of lovely things from Mr. Sims' old sweet shop. Mm-hmm. Now there was a special one in here for Mike Rosso in particular, Ooh. and I would like you to close your eyes.
1: I can't put anything else in my mouth because my mouth is
3: No, really you don't
0: have to. Okay. You don't have so, to. I yep. want <laughs> you to close your eyes. Put <laughs> your hand out because
2: we all have to be ready here. <laughs> don't. I don't want you oh, to open yes. your eyes until I until I say drum so. roll, please. Don't open. It's not live, is it? No. Don't open your eyes. We should have picked. Better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Contrast. contrast and open.
0: And open. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: this is a common sight around here. This is so fun. <laughs> just like this. It's just like <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> these are these uh, these are called. Um, sugared mice. And I thought, what the heck?
3: Yeah, they just dip them in sugar. That's how I take <laughs> I mean, look very And mouse, in this
2: bag, there mouse-like. are three confectionery sugared mice. Only three? Mice. Only, only have like three. a dozen. It, like, Ian's going like, to send
3: an oh. email. There were supposed to be four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one
3: ran
2: away. Just a little yellow one, a little orange one, and a little pink one. They're just hysterical. And Mike has such a love for the uh, smaller animals in life that come in uninvited.
1: Oh, yes. I'm here late at the FAP, and I'll be working, rolling film, and out of the corner of my eye, i am
0: sing, it's a black streak.
1: <laughs> and at first, I'm like, what oh, is Dice? Did I just see something? And then, of course, mice in general would be perfectly fine, and I would barely ever see them if it wasn't for <laughs> their droppings. Uh, uh, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, when my frozen. office started, like, you know, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, boy. And then the exterminator came looks in. Funny, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so how many do you think we have? Like you know, two or three. The Guy just like turns and looks at me, like three, two or three. He's like, no, try like you know maybe fifteen or sixteen. <laughs> <So, laughs> it took like four months to oh oust God. the mice. The, the, the
2: term is eradicate.
1: Yes. It's
0: <laughs> funny. These so, faces never oust them. Are uh, that, so,
1: Mr. Ian Fleming, thank you very much. It was a really awesome package, and the extra <gasps> stuff you threw in there, bu- oh. I'm going to tell you, the winner, winner, chicken dinner, not only is the sugar
2: mice, there is a camera in there called the Syntex, S-I-N-T-E-X. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is, we'll we'll put a picture up of it somewhere. I've been shooting with it all day. This thing is hysterical. It looks like it's a 1960s um, space thing, landing. I don't know. I've never seen anything so unique in my life. It is a hoot. You I love it. This, this lady has, I'll tell you. This is going home to
1: Ohio. Now I'm stepping here on the other side of the room where we have another mic set up. What would have been John Fidelli or Mark Dalzell if they had made it down? You're where
3: are those bums at?
1: Exactly. And I have in this box. They're
4: missing all the goodies.
1: Now, this gent has sent lots of cameras over the years and continues to send lots of stuffs for our uh, donation program. But this time, our good friend Jim Austin. Jimages.
4: Jimages. No more mice for you. Jimages
1: sent also some reasons. Give me a reason.
3: Oh, delicious.
1: Some Grace assorted tarts. Ooh.
3: Strawberry and pineapple.
1: That's right. Ooh, yeah. And a beautiful Faces. is now almost empty. The sun made bite sized premium oatmeal raisin apple
4: cookies. Oh, we destroyed those. Destroyed. those were, them. Those
2: were very good.
4: You work up an appetite when you're Cleaning and processing mm. all these cameras, That's believe you me. What? <laughs> <laughs> and of course,
1: uh, Jim Austin also is mm. the man behind mm. Shazeen,
3: which is
2: really a very awesome magazine. With the the quality of images he features, a different a subject and different photographers each time. Uh, I'm sure that he chooses and um, uh, edits
1: and selects the images.
2: And if you simply go to Mm, on
1: Facebook, jimages.com, Jim, jimages.com, dot com, or you have type in, how do you spell Shazeen?
3: S-H-I-Z-E-N, you can also just find it at, uh, where is it,
1: jimages.com forward slash Shizen. Thank you guys, uh, by the way, you know, we're winding, we're, you know, in, we're he- heading deep into summer territory here, which means we're going to be gearing up for the fall. Taping sessions soon, which means, what does it mean? You don't have to send a bunch of cameras mm. to send us treats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. And true. what what we love are treats from mm. your uh, neck of the woods, your neck of the woods, mm-hmm, your country. Like our good friend Lance King sent us moon pies because mm-hmm. they were made in Tennessee. Wow. So if you have a hankering to you know uh, mosey on down your local street on your main street and pick us up some stuff, believe me. We greatly appreciate it.
4: Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold that pose. <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Filmphotographyproject.com, ah. If you go down to the about, if you go to the about us tab, you'll get our address and whatnot, mm-hmm. and of course emails. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. A few more letters we could barrel through. Oh, oh, here you
4: want a few? Yeah, let's barrel through them. Okay. All right.
1: And we have some names. I feel like we're on Romper Room. And we're looking through the
0: magic... What was that, magic... Mirror, wasn't it? We're looking through the magic mirror. Mm -hmm.
1: Dear
3: FVP team, I wrote you about a year and a half ago about donating a pair of Polaroid Macro 5 cameras. Oh, yes. Sorry it's taken so long to finally send them. I got these for free from a dentist's office a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I still have one from a lot of which I love using whenever I get that macro urge. Please put these to good use or donate them how you see fit. Love the podcast and thanks for all your
1: great work, Drew Hoffman.
2: They were awesome to unpack. They oh really my were. gosh. They
3: were I felt like I could go deep in, sea diving with uh, them.
1: Those dental cam Polaroid cameras take uh, Spectra film, mm-hmm. which is still Sweet. made by the Impossible Project. Brand so yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure out what to do with those. I've seen some shots. I uh, Scott does have one of those macro cameras.
3: Mm-hmm. We hope that we'll find enclosed donated items of value for your film photography project. We are pleased to find an organization that will accept old photography equipment and repurpose it for a good cause. The goals of your project are admirable, and we applaud your effort to work with students. Please see the inventory list of donated items on the reverse. Donald and Andrea Wallace. Thank you. In Chesterfield, Missouri. Whoa! Oh, they set a spreadsheet. It's so helpful, because we we know what we're looking at.
1: Right, right. It's it's awesome. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh.
3: Plenty of good gear. I mean... There are so many letters in here. Mark, I oh, see you got some.
4: Hello. While looking for a home for film cameras and equipment, I came across FPP in the B&H website. What? Yes! Whoa! Hopefully you'll have a good use for the enclosed items, knicker mat FTN and lenses, yes. extension rings for filters and cases, instruction manuals, and so forth, in a suede camera bag. And this is from Maryland Stearns in South Hamilton, Massachusetts. Maryland is a very nice thing to do. Also, we had another letter from Mr. or Miss B. Legg in Olympia, Washington. Dear Film Photography Project, find enclosed cameras and film that I would like to donate to your project. My hope is that they can be passed on to aspiring student photographers, but please put them to good use as you see appropriate. Very nice. We have another one from Angie Wimpress. Greetings from California. I'm very happy to give these cameras and lenses to someone who can potentially use them. I hope they serve someone well, and I hope I packed them well. Yes, you did. Please look in both camera bags for little cases, et cetera, and a $50 bill. No. Thanks. <laughs> I no, appreciate it. No, there wasn't really one in there.
3: <laughs> you know what I noticed, Mike? What's that? And maybe it's just because I'm jaded. I see uh, I see people with digital all day long at work, but in, in the film community, there's nothing wrong with passing it along. It's just to somebody that, you know, they, they genuinely want to see good done with it. They don't care what happens. They yeah. just, they, they know it's going to the right thing is going to be done with it. In in digital I even see it like somebody's always always trying to make a buck off of something, you know, like this crappy like digital SLR that's barely hanging on 10 12 years old and it's insane to say just a 10 12 year old camera's barely hanging on, but they are. Someone wants to sell for big bucks. Yeah, they want to get like as much for the It's like, "Come on, man. Give it to give it to some kid.
4: It's worth a fraction of or a small fraction of what you paid for it." And, you know, so you have Now you have your 24-megapixel SLR, and you want to get rid of your 6-megapixel. I mean... It's not worth that much, no. and someone might benefit from it that uh, would use it. But we're here looking for film cameras, and, and not the digi, not the yeah. digi jobs. And the
3: mentality changes, you know. If you pay 100 if you pay 100, a bucks for something that like you know is not going to last long, you, you got you get a case of the feel bads. If somebody just hands you the camera, <laughs> you are like feel bads. <laughs> oh, nobody's had that.
1: <laughs> oh, every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. About an hour after I drink those two Mr. Browns, I have a,
4: a what do you call it? A feel bad? Case the feel bads. Case the feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Donna Fletcher in Ashburn, Virginia. Dear film photography staff. Oh, we have a staff. Now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Enclosed, please find a Canon Rebel EOS 35mm film camera. Hope that someone can use this camera and see the world in a new, beautiful way. I think that was the Rebel Thanks for hosting gene. such a lovely project. Regards, Donna. That's so true. We want people to see the world in a new and beautiful way. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, the feel-goods. From <laughs> Dorothy McGarrah in Woodland Hills, California. I was recently visiting a photo lab where I have old pictures scanned and printed. A young man was buying film, so I asked him if he knew where I could donate an old 35-millimeter camera. He recommended your organization hmm. and encloses a Mamiya c from roughly 1976 and some associated manual case. The latter is rather worn. I hope that you can put it to some good use. Sincerely, Dorothy McGarrah. Yes, we did. And if you saw me in the in camera store and you said, where can I donate it? I would tell you the same thing. Yeah. Thank
3: you, Dorothy. And thank you, young man.
2: Yes. Anonymous young man.
3: All right. It, we're just going to barrel through okay. now. A- additional thanks to... Sharon Ga- Shoemaker. She's oh.
2: in Langley, Washington.
3: Gail Harris.
2: First initial M. Last name LaVita from Milton, Maine.
3: Mitch Walker in Long Beach, California.
2: Uh, Dr. Chris Ratner. No uh, location given.
3: Uh, I don't have any location or anything else, but let's call her Pentax Laura. You know who you are. <laughs> okay. Oh, sweet. Uh, John Talbert in Goodyear, Arizona. Carol Marison in Washington, PA.
2: Oh, I remember opening that one.
3: Jan Schwartz in Los Gatos, California. That means... The cats. The cats. <laughs> no mice in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no mice
2: in that. And I mean, of my course, pile is okay, done with. Many, many, many that don't have notes in them uh, doesn't mean we uh, don't thank you just
1: as much.
4: Yeah. Just the, the sheer number of things. Oh my gosh! It, it was a lot of boxes. Yeah. We and spent the better part of a whole day just going.
1: And folks it. listening, if you go to your parents or your grandparents' house, or even a friend's house, or you know, helping someone move, and you come across old film cameras or even film. Uh, please think of us. Uh, we'll put all, everything to good use, uh, and you can just go to filmphotographyproject.com, click the Donate tab. And, of course, to keep the shoe running, this show, Watch Show, uh, you can also donate funds as well, and we use that for, towards uh, postage, uh, keeping the lights on. I would say keeping the heat on, but you know, we, don't have, we don't have any heat. We did not do that today. <laughs> yeah, there's no heat. So, by the way, it doesn't matter what month it is, it's always freezing in it's here. always because. 60, is on it, the dot. Because we're in, like, a subterranean? We're subterranean.
2: We're at least four or five flights down. That's right. It's
1: like a wine cellar. I'm
3: surprised it's not mice. There's just,
1: like, (gasps) goblins down here or something. Oh, they're goblins. The mice just leave. It's it's too (laughs) Too cold. cold. It's too cold, yeah. (laughs) They're hanging out outside on beach chairs. So (laughs) we'll be back in just a second.
0: And now Kodak presents a holiday reminder from Betty White. This week we'll celebrate the 4th of July a good day to make the wonderful world of color yours with color snapshots. And you can do it so easily with your own camera, the one you have right now, and Color Film. Coda-color Film comes in all the popular sizes, and believe me, next to the pickles, it's the most important part of the picnic. So when you're out for holiday fun, be sure to take along an extra roll or two of of Color Film, so you can capture all the fun and color of your happy family day. With Coda Color Film you can take color snapshots as easily as black and white. Just aim and snap, and you get beautiful, sparkling color prints. So no matter how you spend your day, save the fun in color. It makes a world of difference. Be ready before the fourth with Coda Color Film in the familiar yellow box. Remember, you can depend on the name Kodak.
1: Hey, we're back. What should we just what should we talk about?
2: You know, this is also kind of a good
1: what student it is. camera. What do you got there? Right here. Oh,
3: that. So what, do
4: you, what do you think? Oh, that. it's very pretty. Oh, it is. What's it called?
2: This is called, I call it the small but mighty Olympus OM-1. Oh, okay. the OM-1. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you, around here at FPP, there really are no Oli users except me. <laughs> and I mean like Die Hard. It's my favorite camera users. Now, some of you others have dabbled. I've used them. Uh, You've dabbled.
4: I've dabbled. But
2: I'm the diehard. I'm the aficionado. I am the card-carrying believer. You are. I am, and I'll tell you why later. (laughs) Early in the 1970s, the SLR's biggest virtues were functionality and maneuverability. Mm -hmm. And SLR, as you think about at the time, we had TLRs, twins lens, of course, 4x5. But talking about maneuverability. Mm -hmm range finders and at that point things were introduced like uh, the Nikon system and the Canon F1 yes and they were they were they vastly expanded professional photography from the studio really to the streets especially exterior i like that
3: studio to the streets.
2: studio to the streets now i'm kind of getting that you know walk at the beginning of
3: i just hear some you know, bad like 70s intro mm-hmm. theme music going yep. on. yeah
2: yeah and, and in a way the slrs gave when i say a better performance and rangefinders i don't mean lens quality necessarily but more like usability but with that cost those cameras were pretty darn big heavy noisy they were getting heavier and more unwielding uh, as the sophistication of them continued and they would also add wonderful accessories to them but it was rather piecemeal it made everything even bulkier you had to get a piece of luggage to carry all your good stuff around <laughs> and in that case results are kind of rather counterproductive they
4: we we got some of that luggage in the mail yes we did
2: (laughs) they were growing they were growing bigger but not necessarily more usable or more intuitive uh and there's really only so much equipment that you can carry olympus was not a super early player in the slr field but it took them five years to design their first with an asterisk slr camera that was uh, what they put into it they wanted it right their approach, and this is a quote from the designer, was an approach to fundamentals, functionality, and performance. Mm-hmm. They re- they wanted to reduce the size, the weight, the mirror, and the um, shutter noise and shock. All over, they wanted to improve the handling of this camera. They wanted to be lighter to carry, lighter to carry, faster to use, and a complete system. Things that did not come out later on Mm -hmm. and although technically the Olympus FTO was their first full frame SLR this is just getting impossible sorry had to stop for a photobomb and now (laughs) I have an AG1 blinding bulb Retina burn. It was not
1: shot with the image was not shot on the OM one.
2: It was not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we go back to they introduced the FTL and I've had that on the show before. Yep. And my personal opinion is 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 it was not designed by Olympus. It was out for nine months. They needed to get a stopgap in there. I suspect there was probably some big show coming up and they had to have presents. <laughs> Oh, we've eaten too many sugar mice. Yeah, the crash is coming. <laughs> it's been Oh, the crash is coming. It's, it's creeping hard. up. Yeah. It's creeping up. So anyway, should you want to hear about the very unusual Olympus FTL, it's on episode Ooh. or as they say, sewed.
3: Came ready with footnotes.
2: One oh one. Look at that. Which was an April 15th show. Oh my gosh, that
3: was 65 episodes ago. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Oh my
2: God, we were so
3: young and stupid then. We were. I still, we were. I still kind of am.
2: I, of course. Anyway, so in 1972, the M1 was introduced. Leica pitched a hissy. Really? M, M1, M2, M3. You're not calling your cameras M, young man. So Olympus called them O M1. Olympus oh. M1. Pretty slick. I'm not sure I'd have accepted it. Is that for our M1? Yeah, it was uh, our M1, not yeah. your M1. And so there was uh uh M1s and I thought I had brought that on the show but I couldn't find evidence of it. They probably edited me out that day, but Yeah, you you definitely did, have brought them before. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe my mic wasn't turned on. Who knows. <laughs> But the uh, official M1 came out in 73. It was the first camera in the very famous OM series camera. OM, and we commonly refer to them as the single-digit series. As soon as those were out, pens were gone. The pens were discontinued. That's when it happened. They kind of just cut and dry. This is what we're doing right now. So here's, here's what happened. Worldwide acclaim. This is the smallest and lightest 35-millimeter single-lens reflex camera system. How much lighter? That's a a lot of weight reduction. Um, I'm not kidding. Yeah. They employed a lot of innovative ideas to reduce the body size and the shock. There were air dampers, many air dampers built in. They went to... This is kind of interesting because it's kind of scary. They replaced the ribbons on the shutter curtains with strings. Strings? Oh, no, I am... Come on. If they'd have told me that at first, I'd have never bought one of those. I'm out. (laughs) They're still going today. You do not hear of an Olympus with a shutter problem. You actually, oh, my strings
3: broke, man. I gotta take them in. So I can say, from the retail standpoint, Mm -hmm. I've never seen an OM come in that I didn't like because I just knew, as long as the batteries weren't corroded in it for years, Mm -hmm. it's great.
2: They were gonna work. They they estimated one hundred thousand shots on those strings. Whoa! There you go. The full system. This is right out of the box full system was thirty three lenses wow thirty three gorgeous Zuiko glass lenses zuco they got from- like
4: twenty one millimeter in there
2: no they started at eight oh. Oh. eight fisheye to one hundred super Tele. and if you see these lenses, if you see like a one thirty five just even or a straight two hundred they're so tiny. Oh, that 100 is so tiny. Oh, I love that one. They're so lens. beautiful. They are just really beautiful. Right out of the box, too. Uh, not quite right out of the box. You'll notice on most OM-1s, there's a little badge on the front that says MD, mm-hmm. motor drive. The ah. very first ones didn't have it. You could have it upgraded, so your camera wasn't couldn't be done. But they did a 5-frame motor drive, a 3-frame winder. The winder's nice. It has this lovely grip on the side. If you feel this camera is too small to hold, the grip is great. The grip is great. The winder, you know, you get not to name names, but have you ever put double? A name names. Have you ever put AA batteries in a Nikon winder?
0: Yes. Only to see them Many die times. quickly.
2: You need to get a pack of twelve. Yeah. Whatever. Four. Four in this one. Ninety-seven percent viewfinder. 14 interchangeable screens the screens are so easy to change you don't take the top off you change them from From taking the lens off push it in the tray drops down you put the new one in and you close it up they're so easy to change they were so reasonable in price that when I got my first OM1 I dedicated a screen for shooting weddings I left it in there all the time I took a black grease pencil and I cropped what an eight by 10 crop was oh. on a 35 millimeter neg, mm-hmm. And I never had a group of people that you I could got that You always make. got that head broom. Yeah. Yep. I never had, never had a problem saying, Oh, I can give you a seven by 10, but if I give you an eight by 10, Aunt Glass glasses got to go. The um, more uh, modern, there's just, just so many, um, there's so, so few changes throughout the entire system. One of the few Things they did change was when your flash was ready, it was indicated in the viewfinder. All right. Mm. That. They felt it was a system camera when you bought it. You actually even design or chose and put on your own shoe. A lot of people didn't
4: use
1: that shoe. Because
2: the
4: shoe that shoe.
2: Yeah. So it was an incredibly usable pro thirty-five millimeter system. It was everything was there: extension tubes, close-up lenses, bellows.
0: Bellows
2: but out of the bag the lenses would focus closer than almost everybody else's lenses i used well i'll get to why i used them and why that was actually important and they liked to divide they liked to divide everything up into groups they had the photo micro group and that was for use with electron microscopes they also had the photo technical group all of those cameras had um, accessories for endoscopy And, yeah. Uh, The other end? (laughs) Olympus made microscope optics, so Uh. it all fit right in. People were using these already. Start to finish, literally. Let's go go (laughs) the other way. Astrophotography. They had backs, of course, as many did, that would hold 250 shots. Uh, Recorded data backs. And the backs are, when you open them up, they're like a watch. Just push the pins together, the back pops off accessory wise they always had these great posters that had everything and the posters are when they came out it was a very very thoroughly complete system even today what i really love about this om1 it's a full manual camera yes does not require batteries if you do have battery a battery in it it's a simple plus and minus metering yep yep, yep. Nice. Up, too down. light, too dark just you right. got it exactly film loading absolutely typical for everybody else here's what they felt gave it the speed and this is what drives people crazy about these cameras if they don't use them they felt that if you had to take your eye down and look at the top of your camera to change your shutter speed you're losing momentum and you're losing the shot Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. as you hold this camera properly in your hand if you put it in your left hand your little finger is facing towards the body index finger is cradling the camera Shutter speeds are on the front of the lens. I'm sorry. Aperture on the front of the lens. Slide your finger back. You feel that rubber knurled area. Focus on the lens. All the way back, shutter shutter speeds. speeds. Mm -hmm. All the time, your eye is up to the camera. You never have to take it away. And you're firing and you're shooting. And away you go. So that was all part of their small, fast, and speedy. Now... The reason I love these cameras, number one, it's my very first SLR. We always have a mm-hmm. soft spot for that. Better than
4: my first SLR. And <laughs> a
2: lot of times when you get your first SLR, you're still dreaming of another different SLR. Mm-hmm. My dream was to have a second one. I'm going to shoot weddings. I had color in one, black and white in another. Really? Two little with color. Whatever. Which one another, another? I want another OM-1. Absolutely. Yep. And the camera is an absolute workhorse. I did shoot weddings with this puppy or pair of them for years and i also used them at work there was an om1 on the copy stand and that was the days when people did tons of slides they would bring me in a stack of books a bunch of papers some photographs and i had to make presentation slides out of them and that was an olympus camera on the copy stand and anything they printed out on eight and a half by eleven paper It's a 50-millimeter lens because it would focus that close. Then I would usually bump up to the 90 for smaller things. But the amount, I can't even imagine how many rolls of film I put through that camera. And then I also had another Olympus on something called the Bogan Illumitron. Do you know that? The Bogan (laughs) Illumitron. Illumitron. I don't know about that. Slide duplicating machine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And it has, um, just like a color enlarger, it has the dials built in. Yep. Because when you would buy slide duplicating film, you bought it by emulsion number and batch number because it was not color balanced.
3: You had to set it.
2: You color balanced, and then you used that batch, but you would dial them in. But there was an Olympus body up on top of that shooting every one of those shots. Fly system in it, bang, 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 away you go. So it is really a fantastic camera for a student to use we think of Mm k1000s nikon fms but it's just so brilliantly simple it's such a workhorse and probably it's little tiny bit of scary drawback today is it was made to take that 625 mercury battery not too scary not too scary sunny 16 Sunny 16 yeah black cat exposure guide oh yeah Mm -hmm you can it's very easy youtube you can go put the resistor in yourself it's just a couple screws on the bottom and then you can use
1: 625 alkalines you got it because the newer Uh, 625 batteries are 1.5 volt that's correct you get the wine cells
2: wine cells a good option with this or
4: the hearing aid batteries yes uh
2: you can get like a little number nine rubber Mm o-ring drop in there and it'll hold those little ones yep um, Chris C. R. I. S. Yes, makes this great adapter. Great, and it has the resistor built into it. Oh, nice! And all you do is put in the very common seventy-six battery. Awesome. If you're doing
1: a lot of shooting, it's worth that's the, the way to go. Absolutely that's the way to worth it. it. How much, how much it? are
3: they?
2: Uh, um, they're around bucks. around thirty bucks. Yeah, I think It's a worthwhile investment. No, that, yeah.
3: That's definitely worth it because on the retail side of it, student camera. I I would say this is the what will become. The K1000 here mm-hmm. pretty soon because K1000s, FE's, FM's, AE1s, like ever the, the cat's been out of the bag for that for a long time. That those are very good, very common cameras. But what has not gotten love until we ran out of stock of all the other ones at Midwest Photo, OM's. Mm-hmm. You can get a kitted out OM1, OM2, and OM like a lot of them for less than half of an equivalent kit in all the you know all that we just mentioned canon pentax nikon so yeah easily worth it so where where can folks go to get that little resistor
2: chris c dot r dot i dot s nice mm-hmm. so i just you know what i just want everybody to be to be a card carrying lover too don't be afraid of them they
0: uh,
2: i don't know it's just like dig in oh, i don't i, oh. I love Do the you have ones something else beside that olympus you shoot Olympuses? I, I,
4: a few years back, I acquired one, and then I bought a few more, and, and I love the lenses. I had a macro. I had that 75 to 150 lens they had. It was wonderful. I had too many cameras after a while, and I said, well, I will just just sell off the ones I'm not using the most, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so that went for all the Canon EFs I had and and. So on and so forth. It didn't, it, but didn't ring, but they're very nice. Yeah,
3: it didn't ring a bell until you mentioned it, Leslie. But just how close they actually do focus on some of their portrait focal length lenses, like the eighty-five mm. to one hundred, insanely close compared to the other ones where you have to be like you know five six feet away from exactly. your subject. You get, they're they're not macro, but at the same time you can get pretty darn close. You want macro? You go for that ninety millimeter the sweet to one. Yeah,
2: those. Yeah, blocks, but I
3: mean, but the 85 and the 100 can even go a, li- like a little bit closer than their counterparts, and they're a lot smaller. They that's, are. That's what's so, so great you know, about them.
2: you start packing a bag with these, and, and it's amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't weigh you down. And many, that's, that's um, what
3: kids are looking for, uh, especially students. They want smaller, full-featured and smaller. Sign them up. Sign them up. And Professor Jeff, we haven't mentioned Professor
2: Jeff in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was Hasselblad and Nikon. Yes, he had, and, and then for students OM2, he had... No, not for his students, for himself. Oh, okay. His OM-2N he felt had the most accurate exposure meter in it of anything he had.
3: So Still adorns his shelf, yep. but for the students he had the filing cabinet of, here's your N75s, I know. here's your Rebel 2000s, mm, no, no, grab don't, a camera, do not have mine. to come back. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Out and about from one of these, or see one sitting around at a really sweet price. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. And that, Michael Rosso, is my take on the Olympus OM-1.
1: Thank you, Leslie. We'll be right back.
0: This is The View from Olympus. Olympus OM-2. Top of the line. Top of a new world of single-lens reflexes. Hold it. Focus and fire it. State-of-the-art. Total sophistication of electronics. Total simplicity of use. Camera of professionals. Of people who take no less than excellence, take no pictures less than great. Olympus OM2. Excellence by design.
1: Hey, we're back. Hey, real quick. I uh, just want to mention it's, you know, July, uh, summer, lots of sun, uh, family vacations, your own personal vacation. People are like, you know, taking some time off. forced vacation when you're a workaholic like me. You know, Get out. You, you get for, like, you, some companies will force you into it. Like, you need to take your vacation. Yes. Grab a Super 8 camera. They're still ample on the bay, eBay. There's some great Minolta SLR Super 8 cameras. Grab them, uh, because uh, now is the best time to shoot Super 8. There's ample film. And this fall, new film coming from Eastman Kodak. And Film, film, film Ferrania. Ferrania. Yes. yes.
2: This is Nicola, founder of Film Ferrania you are listening the film photography podcast
1: both will be reversal films which means <sighs> which means not only go grab your super 8 camera but also grab a super 8, I'm
0: 8... Old film <laughs> no
1: <laughs> grab a super 8 projector yeah because the exciting thing about the film that's coming out this fall is that it's reversal film meaning it's transparent ready which, to show yeah it's ready to show you're getting a color positive which means you could throw it in a projector. And set up a screen or a white sheet in your uh, living room or wherever. If it's in your backyard at night, you have a big, big shindig at night. You can put a sheet up and then you could project your Super 8 film. And if you're going to have a little party like that, you can also go on eBay and, like, if you type in, like, Super 8, uh, Super 8 Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, (gasps) Super 8 Dracula, you will get these great, great. they're called um uh hold on let me think uh, Castle. thank you castle films they licensed it from universal pictures and they made abridged or condensed versions of the original classic horror films and as i say they're better than they're better than the actual films because they're condensed it's amazing. to 3 minutes to three so minutes. you get the three. best bits can they notes. do gone with the wind <laughs> what's that can they do gone with the wind no I don't think oh, so. no. You can get modern Star Wars. What? You name it. The Ten Commandments. Seriously? Oh, But this God, shortness yes. so it's short, so
4: there's only four, right? What's that? It's short, It's a shorter one, so it's only four. Well,
1: actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, because some of them were series. They okay. broke it out into, ah. like, you buy four, you get the set. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. I don't have it with me right now, but I, had, and I have it in my office. It's a Super 8 catalog.
2: I do, too. I tried to sell it on eBay and it didn't. You can, now I'm thrilled
1: it didn't. You could buy it silent or you they also made a sound version. Mm-hmm. And if you on the bay and you see sound super 8 projector, if it's, you know, if the seller says oh it works, you could snatch that up because you can get some great sound movies. You can't shoot them anymore, but you can buy your sound movies so your condensed feature films now it would have sound as well. So, out of the projector, you would hook up You know, a like a mini plug or some kind of plug to your speaker system in your backyard, (laughs) and you could have a really fun uh, picture show. So, that's just my little blurb on Super 8. Go out there and enjoy it, it's coming back big time, and also a new camera from Kodak this fall. So, hey, we'll be right back. Here to tell you about something very exciting in the FPP online store it's a brand new, well, It's a brand old, well, it's a brand new, hand-rolled 35mm film. FPP hand-rolled EXP Vision 35mm film. This is 35mm Kodak motion picture film that was acquired from FPP listener Mike from Hawaii. Aloha, Mike. This film was properly stored in refrigeration and is now resting at the Film Photography Project. This is a motion picture film process ECN-2. That means that this film, like the other vision film in the FPP online store, can only be home processed or processed by the Little Film Lab in California or the camera shop up in minnesota if you're home processing this is a great time to try some vision film
0: it's very inexpensive
1: it's very inexpensive and the batch tests so far have been turning out very great why not give it a try kodak fpp hand rolled exp vision 35 millimeter film it comes in three different flavors 100 daylight 250 daylight and 500 tungsten it also comes in a box, nine, nine rolls, rolls for twenty nine ninety nine. Incredible. Check it out, filmphotographystore.com. Hey, we're back.
2: Our, our buddy Ross.
1: Did you say, our Arr. Arr. Okay.
2: Buddy Ross in Honolulu. Oh, Hawaii. our good friend Ross. Yes, yes. who um, modifies debonairs. He does. Sent me one. I'm so thrilled. He sent a card that. Kind That's a, of a beautiful card. It is. It was. It's a you know the Chinese New Year, and he said Aloha, Leslie. Happy Lunar New Year, Year of the Rooster. Wishing you all the best and prosperous, productive, fun 2017. Hoping 2017 brings you much joy. Thank you for the card and the film. I sent him some stuff. I'm gonna have much fun using them. I hope you have a chance to do more pinholing. Best. To the FPP crew, look at that! Ooh. He is so awesome, and he goes your pin pal. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but he does ah, Ross. funny, s- Ross. <laughs> he does such a beautifully neat job of modifying these uh, debonairs. Yes, that it's amazing. Uh, yes, Ross.
1: And as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. um... Lately, we haven't had any, any busted debonairs. They've all been good out of the box.: Yeah, no, they've been great, but uh, we'll have more busted debonair. If we could sell them quicker, we'll go through them quicker. <laughs> so the debonair camera, of course, is a 120 plastic film camera that gives you a really dreamy image, and it's unique to the film photography project. Uh, go into our store. Go to filmphotographyproject.com, dot com, click store one hundred and twenty cameras, and you will see the debonair, and yep. it's unbeatable. And yep. the quicker we get sell them, the quicker we'll find busted ones, which I'll send to <laughs> Ross, and then he sends them to he turns them into pinhole cameras. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Ross. You're you're awesome.
2: This is, this is awesome. Yeah, thank you. What's next? Oh, book, book,
4: book, book, book. a book. Which ha uh. ha. Okay, let's look at a book review here. How about Imogen Cunningham, Ideas Without End by Richard Lorenz in 1993. Um, published by Chronicle Books, 180 pages. I think this is a good retrospective of Imogen Cunningham's work. She's one of my favorite photographers. She had a very long, productive career. I think she was she was a stalwart twin lens reflex user, F64 club member, an F64 club member, Palled around with all the all the famous famous folks she raised a family uh she was active as a photographer for a long time this book it's got a lot of really beautiful pictures in here photographs um of children uh roy partridge and john butler a lot of other photographers but then you get to her work that she did on on plants and still lifes and of course she was famous for her flowers and and calla lilies and so forth they, and, and also some nudes and and uh, reptiles and trees and feet and body parts. I mean, she was a she was an excellent photographer. If you want to find, a, I think a, a pretty good comprehensive look at her work, this is a really good good volume to find. You can get it probably used on uh, on the ba- on the bay and online. And I bought this back when it was uh, we had a store in Ann Arbor called Afterwards, which I really. It's one of the few stores I really miss having around. They closed about 15, eh, not 15 years ago, 12 years ago or so. I got it for nine ninety eight at that time. And uh, it's a fantastic book, though. I, I really recommend it. If you haven't seen Imogen Cunningham's work, you're missing out on a real masterful photographer's work. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Awesome. One little
3: side note that I'd like to add about any, just this is any F64 photographer uh, in general. Uh, it wasn't a rule that they had to shoot everything, you know, stopped all the way down. But they did uh, They did use a broad depth of field in general. Um, what that forces you to do in the photograph is start focusing on more compositional elements. You can't just, like, immediately throw it into Bo- into Boca land and, and right. hope for the best. Uh, you really have to be uh, paying more attention about uh subject pose that's that's a beautiful photograph there oh yeah (laughs) values in the photograph uh, become very prominent there's a lot you know this is this is a vast majority if not completely black and white so uh just every little nuance that can be combed over is thought over in a lot of these photographs so uh definitely makes you uh take a look and upon first inspection you're like ah and you, you move along and then you go back to it and you're like oh Wait a second. You you go into them deeper and deeper, so it
4: definitely is. Uh, it does require a little little bit of a critical eye. They're not snappy snaps. No,
3: <laughs> not at all. Oh, oh. There's one with Ansel and the Eastman. Yes. Oh, there it is.
0: Nice.
2: Listen for page ripping. All
4: well, that that, that actually the binding on that book is it could be better because the the, the signatures are coming apart. Mm. But maybe it's because I looked at this it makes so me many times. Miss the Eastman.
3: I'm sure. Now I want to make this pose. Oh, man. That's sweet. <laughs>
4: sweet.
1: Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Do we have anything else for this show? We're coming down hard, Mike. That's right. We're coming down hard, which means we need to go to Mr. Lee. That's right. If you're in New Jersey, you need to go. If you're in North Jersey, you want sushi, It's only one place to go. That's there's it. There's none other. It's called Mr. Lee's Sushi. This is not a paid advertisement. Do you know why? <laughs> because whenever the podcast gang is together, we finish taping. We head to Mr. Lee. It's the only reason I have a birthday is so I can go to Mr. Lee. The best. (laughs) The best. Podcast at FilmPhotographyProject.com. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Really appreciate it. It's been a great, great year so far. And I said it before, I'll say it again. It never gets tired for me. This never gets tired, this never feels old, and there's so much more film photography to talk about and continue talking about and talking about it all over again. We'll see you in two weeks.